Hello, everybody. This is Scratch Chat coming at you with a very special edition episode because we are doing a midnight show on this Saturday night discussing the latest episodes, the latest two episodes of the Challenge World Championships, episodes nine and 10. It's been a lot going on. We're getting close to the end game. I'm very excited to uh, just talk about everything that's been going on lately. So, I mean, let's jump right into it. All right. We're going to kick let's this sucker it. off. Yeah. All right, so we are Scratch at. We are hoping Kyle will be joining us at some point, uh, but it is late at night, so hopefully he'll jump on. But <laughs> I am John Dunphy, and I'm joined, as always, by my ride or die, Miss Gina Morgino. Um, and we're here to talk about the Challenge World Championship. If you want to find us on the socials, you can do so at Scratch at Pod um, or head to our website, www.scratchatpod.com. Okay, so let's get into what's been going on i feel like these alliances are all over the place all over the place <laughs> right right like like and, and and i enjoy the like chaos it creates because all of these people that are aligned with each other are forced to work with people that would not necessarily be working with mm -hmm. them so like you've got you know tori and danny obviously have been like the big one i think right always disagreeing always having different opinions um and then you've had, along with Tori, obviously, Jordan and Jordan's partner, Kaz. And Casey is part of that. And Casey has had to switch partners now because of this illness that sent Ben to the hospital. But Amber's pregnant. So now Troy is a, is Casey's partner. And maybe Troy wouldn't have been a number for Casey <laughs> and Jordan and Tori. But now all of a sudden he is. So it's mm -hmm. like, it's crazy. I just Any thoughts on just like the alliances we're seeing, like the dynamics of everything? Just... Like, is there is there any way to even like... To like discuss this without just going completely insane <laughs> well it's like what's so hard about that too is like you have tori and danny that are partners right so like in theory they should be all aligned with the same people and working together but like danny is aligned with these people and tori is aligned with these people and none of them are the same people so like it's just been chaos the whole season yeah it really has been it, it's just been crazy and listen i'm not i have for, for a few seasons now, I have not been a huge fan of Tori, right? Uh -huh. And I have not loved her gameplay on this season um, because she's so unwilling to say her friends' names. Uh, she's resorted to actually voting in her own team at times to go to elimination. Mm -hmm. But I, I also do have to take a step back for a minute and realize like how close, after episode 10, like we know there's one challenge left. And then whoever goes home in that next elimination seems like we're at the final, right? Pretty much. So it's like, as much as I have criticized Tori and have not loved what she's done and, you know, watching her on this season has been frustrating. Like, is she playing a good game because she's on the cusp of going to yet another final? Yeah, I don't know. It's still like what we were kind of talking about last time still irks me of just like, 
it feels like every season they're bribing people to not cut them in the next season. Like we see all the time, like there's this new precedent being set now of like the winners will split the prize money with everybody else. So now it's like, oh, well, you just gave me whatever it is, how many thousand dollars. So I'm not going to put you in this time now. And then if I win, I'll also give you however many thousand dollars. And it's just like, how much of it is really playing a good game versus you bought them off, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And it's like, you know, I, I try not to think that that would be a big influence in the game, but it's yeah. silly. It's silly not to think that it would be because think about all the games and the shows that we watch. Right. And somebody that's playing the game does a solid for somebody else to show that they can trust them now and in the future. But like any of that gets trumped by you gave me potentially tens of thousands of dollars right. that goes actually into my bank account and allows me to now pay my bills and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So as much as like, I don't want to think that like what we saw last time with Devin and Jordan, uh, I'm, oh, wow, Devin and Jordan. I'm just so I'm associating Tori and Jordan so much yep. together that I'm now interchanging. <laughs> it's impossible games, not but, to. Yeah. But with Devin and Tori winning the challenge 38 and giving money to, you know, the runners up like, it, 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 it's true. It's like, should that be allowed? Should you be allowed to, to, to split up that money? Because that is going to have more of an impact on people's potential future seasons in this game, as opposed to like, oh, this person didn't say my name for elimination that one time. Mm -hmm. So now I'm never going to say their name. It's like, I don't know. It, it really does seem... Uh, it's a slippery and I also slope. just still, and like, we'll get into it because it played, you know, as usual, a big factor in these episodes, but it's like, I get that the people who have played this game for so long have their quote unquote honor system of like who they put in, who they don't, whose names they say, whose names they don't say. But like, this is unlike most seasons of the challenge where like the rookies are truly rookies. The people that the vets are playing with right now are people who won their seasons. They have already proven that they can play this game and get to the end and make it to a final and win that final so i still don't understand why like all of the vets opinions of who's going in whose names are being said are still more important than their partners yeah yeah i totally agree like we have a, a season here of technically newbies and vets but like the newbies have all either Com at least competed on a reality tv show if not competed at higher levels like somebody like emily who's been in the olympics right um and they've competed on shows like um, The Challenge, right? All of these people at some point have competed on a version of The Challenge, but some of them mm -hmm. competed on other shows. Some of them competed on like very high levels athletically and stuff like that. So like multiple times on Ninja Warrior, like yeah, yeah. Which which I think part of the reason that we saw somebody like Bananas go home when he did, you know, it's because mm -hmm. these people aren't as uh, intimidated, but. I guess so let's let's start getting into this so we did see over the course of episode nine and ten two teams that were probably my favorite two teams that were left have now gone home right yeah. the first being tristan and kellyanne and then unfortunately Darrell and kiki um and in, in the elimination that tristan and kellyanne left it was actually Darrell and kiki sending them home mm -hmm. so which sucked um but you know this is where all these alliances get blurred too, to me is that like, it seemed like Danny and Sarah to me wanted Tristan and Kellyanne to be voted into elimination and wanted them to go home, which is so strange to me because Tristan and Kelly took probably the biggest shot at any of the vets 
that you would mm. consider vets in the house by sending bananas and Justine in to take out, uh, you know, or not to take out, but to go against um, Jordan and Kaz. Right. So it, it's just funny to see like Danny and Sarah wanting to see a team like Tristan and Kellyanne leave when they've taken the biggest shot against the vets. And it seems like Danny and Sarah's team, like whole goal has been like, let's get out these vets who want to run our games and want to do everything and protect their own people and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just, and like, I, I actually had kind of a problem with that too, because this was the one, right. Where like, we saw that confessional from Jordan of being like, all they needed was a mediator. Like I was the person who was in the middle, like helping them facilitate the conversation and like get, the, get us all on the same page. And it's like, okay, but you are still biased towards the vets because you are one of them. So like how much of this was you were a mediator versus like you just strong armed them in a different way to go along with what you wanted, you know? Right. Right. No, I totally agree. I, I actually hated that whole conversation in that room when Jordan, Tori, Sarah and Danny were all talking about how they were going to target Kellyanne and Tristan, but then Sarah and Danny had to vote for Emily and yes. in the next one. And it was mm -hmm. like, it's like, Tori and Jordan are running this as if they are a pair. Yep. Meanwhile, every person in that room, other than Tori and, and Danny, who are, you know, Tori's been strong arming Danny all season. Everybody else in that room is talking uh, without their own partner. Yeah. Being present. Like, like, so we don't have full partnerships agreeing to whatever plan Jordan and Tori are coming up with. Like, people are being left in the dark here, and they're just going to have to follow along with whatever Tori and Jordan want. Which and, also, like, yeah. I, I might be blurring the two episodes, but wasn't this the one that Jordan and Kaz won? Did, did they win in this episode, or was it the next one? Yes, yes. Episode 9. They so won. you're talking about the plan of who's going to go in without one of the winners who is responsible for choosing the people going in. How are you going to have that conversation without Kaz? Yeah, yeah. And Jordan Absolutely. was like, no, like, the best part of this conversation was the fact that I did it without her, because I didn't have, like, but, like, she's just as much of a winner as you are. Right, right. And... I'm glad you brought that up too, because I feel like this is going to be all over the place tonight because it's cracked midnight scratch that and, uh, <laughs> and we're you know, all sleepy. late night Saturday, <laughs> but I'm glad you brought that up because, um, Kaz, who was not present for this meeting between Tori, Jordan, Danny, and Sarah. Um, and this is why partially I named this whole episode, this stream, uh, being like alliances are all over the place because, uh -huh. Kellyanne and Jordan, like a lot of their numbers were taken out recently. And that was because um, Amber and Jordan. Uh, no, my God. I keep saying Jordan. Why do I keep saying Jordan tonight? Just Amber. Name dropped Jordan yeah, like four times. <laughs> yeah. Amber and Troy were partners. Definitely not numbers for the, you know, crew of Tori, Jordan, hmm. and, and that, you know, ilk or whatever. But like, you know, Amber and Troy were, were making their own moves. Now, all of a sudden, Troy is on, uh, you know, Casey's team. And Casey, obviously, is a number for Tori and Jordan. Right. And it's like, so it changes the dynamics completely. Um, so, like, a team like, um, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, you know, teams have shifted so much where, like, it actually has made a big impact. And this is why I wasn't so sure about how I felt about, like, Amber just being allowed to be, like, listen, I'm out. So like, can I switch places with mm -hmm. Casey and now Troy and Casey are partners? Like part of me felt like, I, I don't know if I love this because it really shifts the dynamics in a very big right. way. Like, I, I liked it just because I didn't want to see Troy go home. So I was like, whatever, whatever keeps Troy here, like is fine because I happen to really like Troy, but like, 
I don't know. We don't usually right. make those kind of exceptions. And like, I, right. I get that this is like an extenuating circumstance. She wasn't quitting. She was literally pregnant, but like, right. I don't know. Um, but now all of a sudden Troy is brought into this group. Um, and I felt like it shifted that I, that I, you know, the dynamics kind of in an unfair way. And it's like, now it feels like Tori and, and Jordan have gained even more power because they're number one. Casey has been allowed to stay in the game, even though her partner went home when other we've mm -hmm. seen other partnerships be broken up by injury and the in this season partner yeah. had to go home. Yeah. Um, so now Casey gets to stay gains Troy as a partner who's not only a strong partner, but is like a new number for them. Um, and it, it just it just felt weird. And you have Kellyanne and Tristan and and part of the reason why, like I said, like I, like I called this alliances all over the place is Kellyanne and Tristan. You know, you have Tristan now going to Kaz, who is Jordan's partner. And like they're tight because they both won the Challenge UK and like they have yeah. an alliance of their own on the side. Um, so you see Tristan going to Kaz and kind of talking about things. Kaz never had a chance to save Tristan. And that's what bugs me. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why this past relationship with Tori and Jordan needs to be more important than any alliance that anybody makes ever in the game. Like, we have how many seasons have we had to sit and listen to this? Like, it doesn't matter. You signed up to play the game, play it. I don't care that you were engaged. Right. Right. Like, why should Kaz have to throw in her fiercest ally? Because she knows, well, there's no way that Jordan's going to throw in Tori. So I guess I just have to deplete one of my numbers. Oh, well, we didn't see any conversation, any pushback. It was just like, well, that's just the way it's going to be. And it's yeah. like, no, that's, I hate that. It's like the entitlement. It's like, yeah. I, I feel like the show, called all these legacy mtv challenge members legends and they all really think of themselves that way as mm -hmm. legends in their own minds you know what i mean it's like you've got people um that are mvps global mvps that have never played with any of these people but they're already challenge champions Right. They've already accomplished more than some of these other people that are I was legends. Gonna say, half of those legends or maybe not half but a chunk of those legends have never won before yeah. Like, how are you yeah. going to come in here and act like you're running shit when you are competing against people who have won in their countries and their versions and their whatever? Like, how are you going to act like you have more of a say? Exactly. And it's like, like, this is kind of why I was bringing this up before, too, with like Tori kind of being like how we haven't loved her gameplay, but she's gotten pretty far in the game on the cusp of another final. But mm -hmm. like, it's just very annoying to me because I feel like every conversation with Tori is... I, I could never vote for that person because they're my best friend or they're one of my friends. And it's like, okay, but you have a partner and your partner has friends and your partner is not allowed to protect his own friends because you are forcing him to protect your friends. It's like, also that's the game. The game is to vote other teams in. So they leave and you win. If you're not right. willing to do that, don't play. <laughs> right. No, exactly. Exactly. A hundred percent. Um, all right. I do want to talk about because um, I feel like we kind of talked about some of these alliances and how jumbled they are now and everything's kind of a mess. And Tori <laughs> loves to throw a tantrum and get her way. Mm -hmm. But let's actually talk about some of these uh, competitions. So the first one we had um, was this like Transformers themed one. And I'm very right, disappointed right, right. that Kyle's not here because I was very excited to be like, we <laughs> a love themed a competition. Comp. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so this was, you know, themed after the new Transformers Rise of the Beasts movie, which I didn't even know they were still making Transformers. Movies. I absolutely did not know. 
but we had a little uh a little you know message from anthony ramos mm-hmm. which was fun you know obviously a star in the movie but also star of hamilton fame mm-hmm, which we love mm-hmm. and the in the heights movie right of course so it was fun to see a familiar theater face Mm-hmm. Because we know that you know comes from our background, but was I was like, I, I normally the like the opposite of Kyle. I normally could not care less about like sponsored comms, but I saw him come up <laughs> on this trailer, and I was like, Anthony Ramos is in this. Like, I got so hype about this movie that I'd never cared about. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably see it. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. But what did you think of this comp though? Did you like this competition? We've seen the dual trucks like going down mm-hmm. the runway, but I feel like it's uh, this. This to me was more fun. Yeah. I like this no, one. No, I, I like this one a lot. Yeah, I thought this was a lot of fun. Though it, it seemed very scary, given, like, how many people were, like, rolling over and, like, all the... I, I don't know. Well, Emily had very a dangerous. very scary moment. Yeah, Emily's yeah. flip was scary. I thought she was down for the count. She That was very scary, yeah. Um, thankfully, she's all right. But, uh, yeah, it was Kaz and Jordan that took this one. Um. And Darrell and Kiki came in last place. Mm-hmm. Not good. Not good. Not good at all. So many um, eliminations they've had to be in this season. Yeah. And um, so obviously Darrell and Kiki go in. Not what we wanted to see. But it was right after this competition that we saw Kellyanne doing a lot of politicking. She's been working very hard. She's she's done well comp- competition-wise, too. She had Previous to this competition, she had won two of the last three with Tristan. Um, this one, they did not win. Probably their two biggest allies left in the game in Darrell and Kiki because we saw Ben Hot and Jody go home, and then we saw Amber leave the game, which meant that Troy was now with with Casey. So like their like whole alliance has been decimated. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we see Kellyanne and, and you know and Tristan really trying to politic because their two biggest allies left in the game are now you know on the chopping block and. There was a little bit of a back and forth here. First, we saw Kellyanne go to Yes and Emily and ask, would you be interested in making a big move? Let's put in Tori and Danny and Sarah and Theo, you know, two American teams. Emily was like, why would you even come to me and say this? Like, I would never put Sarah in. Mm -hmm. And it was after this conversation then, right, that Kellyanne went and talked to Casey and Troy about possibly putting in those two teams weren't having it. So now Kellyanne goes back to yes and says, all right, instead of Tori, Danny, Sarah, Theo, what if we do Danny, Tori? And against them, we do Casey and Troy. Clearly that didn't pan out, but it just felt like a last ditch effort from Kellyanne for me. Cause it's like, you're going to multiple sides coming yeah. up with different plans. Um, and we also saw like we saw them butting heads between the two of them too because she was like coming in hot on these campaigns just like going at people and Tristan was like you have to calm down like you cannot yeah. come at people like this they're gonna get pissed off yeah Tristan was trying to tell her to be like a little bit less uh abrasive or whatever mm-hmm. right and um, she did not like that <laughs> yeah yeah and you know what? I honestly don't blame her because Kellyanne has been treated pretty poorly on mm-hmm. a number of these seasons lately like people are always coming after her for no reason um her best I, yeah, friends i don't like get what this saw, like yeah. dog piling is i'm like <laughs> they just pick a person of the season and they shit yeah. on them for seemingly no reason yeah even in even earlier in this season we saw john a right kellyanne's like best friend coming after her 
very early in the game when there were mm -hmm. other targets that were clearly out there for her to you know to go after so mm -hmm. like i kind of don't really like mind and i can kind of understand why kellyanne has been feeling like feels the way that she does especially because we are really getting down to the end here because um, yeah, at, at this point because for her it's been multiple seasons too because it was that all-star season we were covering that they were all yeah. against her too yep 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 the whole treehouse alliance uh was ganging up on her yeah who can blame her for being frustrated and like pulling out all the stops and being like no just enough <laughs> let me right. stay in here right I do wonder how things could have gone different in all this talk if Kellyanne had gone to Yes and Emily and instead of saying Sarah and Theo, like I wonder if she had said, like, let's do Danny and Tori and Casey and Troy. Like I wonder just if she had get, just, yeah. right from the get, yeah. I wonder if things would have gone differently for them uh in the subsequent, you know, deliberations and nominations and all that stuff. Um but we'll never know, unfortunately. We will never, never know. Uh, at this point, we got to deliberations. Obviously, we know that, you know, Darrell and Kiki, unfortunately, are going to be in elimination. And then every team at the table, including Danny and Tori, voted for Danny and Tori. This is the second also... time this season that Tori and Danny have voted for themselves. I'm like, yeah. what is happening? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's honestly, it's so ridiculous. Um, like, but what Danny the hell? and Tori you know they they got the votes to go in and also tristan and kellyanne so those were she is teams. that unwilling to vote for one of her people that she is rather going to vote for herself yeah yeah and you know it's interesting and obviously sarah and danny did not really have any intention of going through with this but i found it funny that kellyanne went to emily and said like what about danny tory and sarah and theo and uh, Emily was like, no, absolutely not. I don't know why you would even ask me to say her name. And then, like, almost immediately after that, we went to the whole Tori, Jordan, and Danny and Sarah convo. And they were like, mm -hmm. all right, we'll we'll do Tristan and Kellyanne this week. But next week, you have to do Emily and yes. And yeah. Sarah was like, yeah, okay, fine. I'll, I'll sign a contract. It's like. Yeah. This like, like weird whiteboard right. contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very weird. And like we find out later that clearly Sarah did not have any intention of like following through with that. But like, but the whole thing was just so funny to me because it's like, here you have Kellyanne, a strong player who's been like making big moves, coming to Emily with a plan. And she's just absolutely shooting it down. And then you have Sarah being like, yeah, yeah, no, no, you know, it's late in the game. If I have to make a move, I will. Like acting as if she is willing to throw Emily mm -hmm. in. It's like very different dynamics from yeah. that. Uh, that, those two conversations so um but yeah so we have Darrell and kiki automatically going into elimination the two teams that are up uh for for nomination are um tori and danny and kellyanne and tristan and kaz as she apologizes sends in kellyanne and tristan and again this was just one of those things it's like oh, that sucks <laughs> yeah tori has been saying her own name her own team's name to avoid saying her friend's name against mm -hmm. danny's wishes um and yet we have kaz who has an ally and a friend in tristan who just because jordan wants it to go this way yeah not allowed no to do anything yeah. about it yeah he wouldn't even entertain the thought of putting mm -hmm. in danny and tori wouldn't even entertain that thought um and then she just has to bend to his will because it's her first time working with these people like it, it yeah. sucks and this is all happening on tristan's birthday by the way oh my god that's <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i forgot but, about that yeah 
he's been sick like half the season and on his birthday he gets uh nominated for elimination and sent sent, all. sent in by his ally oh god uh. yeah and apparently a lot of fans from what i saw online people people were very upset with kaz about this for not fighting harder uh you know for tristan and i mean uh, and for all we know she did we literally saw no segment of them disgusting who was going to go in so like nobody who knows and we did see them butting heads a lot in the next episode uh kaz and jordan yeah yeah that's true um which i felt like was very unfair by the way i mean so this whole elimination by the way Darrell and Kiki sent them what was called hands off. They had to use these chopsticks to move some puzzle pieces around, put the puzzle together. Uh, You know, it was fun or whatever, but it was uh, disappointing because I was going to be upset no matter who went home. Right. But we saw Darrell and Kiki win. Good for them. Tristan and Kellyanne go home. Very sad. Um, But now piggybacking off what you just said about this whole Jordan and Kaz thing. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like pretty annoyed this actually this moment, because I have said to you guys, to you and Kyle multiple times that like, I want to see the season without, but definitely without Tori. Right. Um, but I want to see a, a season at least with this couple separated. Yeah. Um, and for a while I was on this bandwagon uh, bandwagon of being like, all right, they need to be separated, but I would take Jordan. If I had to choose one over the other, I would take Jordan. Let me see Jordan. Because I think he could be fun to watch on a season without Tori. But at this point, I'm firmly in the camp of I don't want either one of them. Give me he a season, please. He pissed me please. off so bad this episode. I was yeah. like, what the hell is your problem, man? Yeah. Because he was having that conversation with Kaz and Theo was there. And at one point, um, Kaz said to Jordan, like, oh, like we're working together. And he's like, are we? Are we like trying to make her feel bad about her mm-hmm. decisions somehow in the game? It's like she just sent one of her best friends into elimination and they went home on their birthday. Yeah. <laughs> like, now you're going to give her shit about not working with you, mm-hmm. being a good partner. Like what? What? Because like not to jump the gun, but like their back and forth was getting so bad that she literally walked out of that confessional. She was yeah. like, I'm not doing this with you anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I really did not like that moment. Um, no, th- th- like this whole episode was a bad one for Jordan. <laughs> it's a bad episode for Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Especially because, like, we see Jordan is clearly um, playing multiple sides here. Because we, we mm-hmm. saw that he made a deal, apparently, with Emily and Yes. Right? Right. Um, which we'll see how that all works out now. Because it looks like... Uh, Emily and yes, might be in the targets of Casey and Troy because, uh, you know, Casey and Troy were put into a elim- elimination by Emily and yes, uh, by winning, uh, the daily challenge in episode 10, but like, like Jordan, where, what are you doing? <laughs> like you're working with Tori, you won't split with Tori, uh, but you're making deals with Emily who is Sarah's biggest ally. It's like how there's going to be no one left to put in. You're going to have to go back on something. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, that's why these pairs, like, it's funny. Like, the pairs are great, and I also hate them. Because mm-hmm. they're great because they force people to like into, like, uncomfortable situations. But I also want to see how all these people would work independently from each other. Right. If we could actually see them work with the people that they wanted to and make the deals they wanted to, like, I would love to see that. 
but there is something that's great about this season and how everybody has to work uh, with someone that they necessarily aren't even technically aligned with. Like that's fun. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what a crazy season. <laughs> um, but I will say in episode 10, uh, Sarah and Danny got, they got bailed out big time by Emily and yes, winning the daily challenge so we had this it, it it also is funny to me that danny and sarah made this deal with tori and jordan right that they would vote in emily and yes in the next competition uh and that was like the deal that was struck by between the four of them um and then the next competition is a swimming competition <laughs> i know which like <laughs> the emily second is i Olympic saw it was a swimmer. swimming competition i was like it is over <laughs> yeah. yeah game over yeah, um, but it actually, it could have turned out very differently. Jordan and Kaz did very well in this. Um, but I just thought it was funny that they made this deal. Here we go now. Mm-hmm. The next competition is for an Olympic swimmer when we know. You that know, Corey they walked in like. <laughs> yeah, um, but so. What did you think of this challenge? Did you like this one? Tethered together, you have all these pairs. They have to swim around, gather their puzzle pieces one at a time and then solve this puzzle. Um did you like this one? Yeah, I didn't hate it. Yeah. I think like my, my bigger issue with it was like the temper tantrum that happened at the end of it, but <laughs> Oh, from Jordan. Yeah, like Jordan was the one who messed it up and then Jordan was the one throwing a shit fit that he didn't win it. It's like my guy. Yeah. Yeah. You can <laughs> you can tell by the way how um how much yes was slowing Emily down by the fact that even with Jordan and Kaz having to swim an extra lap because at one point Jordan grabbed the wrong color puzzle mm-hmm. piece. Like they were still that neck and neck. Um, yeah. But Emily and yes. I know. It's before. like, um, imagine how much more quickly she would have wanted if it was like a solo competition. Oh my she God. She smoked them. Yeah. No, I can't even imagine. Um, I will say this competition gave me one of my favorite moments of the season so far. And I have a video clip from it. Oh no. <laughs> and it actually, I have two video clips to share with you tonight. Oh um, no. No, I mean, they're, they're not bad. <laughs> uh, they're both actually from Darrell and Kiki who we, okay. who we, who we lost. So I think, you know, that'll be fun for everyone. But so Kiki, I love Kiki so much. And She's unfortunately great. she, she deals with asthma. So she has some, you know, difficulty with breathing and stuff. And these swimming competitions uh, can be can be tough. Um, there was a moment. I don't know if you if you like noticed this at the end of this competition, where Darrell was like jumping back into the water, and because everybody is like tethered together, Kiki is you know obviously going to go in whatever uh-huh. direction uh, Darrell moves. <laughs> but Kiki literally went from asking for a like an inhaler. To then being dragged right back into the water. I'm gonna play this video clip for you right now, and I'm I'm doing this out of love. I love Kiki so much. Yeah, I, I don't this, remember this. So this was really <laughs> funny. Like this poor girl. Oh my god, I don't remember that. Yeah, like that. This poor girl, like she's already like asking for an inhaler to help her breathe. Oh no. She gets yanked into the water, and then literally after all that, yanked. Yeah. And then after all that, they end up coming in last place and going straight to elimination. Oh like, my god. 
Um, so, you know, I'm sorry, Kiki, but that was, that was a funny moment. It's, it's, wow, I can't believe I don't remember that happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we saw again, unfortunately, Darrell and Kiki losing. Um, second, second challenge in a row, meaning they're going mm-hmm. to elimination again, straight to elimination once again for two challenges in a row. Um, but yeah, from here, you know, obviously Emily and, and yes, won. So this is bad news. Um, well, it's bad. See, that's the thing. This isn't really bad news for anybody, uh-huh. to, be, to be honest, because like it's great news for Sarah because she now doesn't have to vote Emily in. Right. But it's also not really bad news even for like Toria Jordan, because while Casey is their number one, Emily has had it out from the beginning for, for Troy and Kiki. So now mm-hmm. she gets to put them in against each other. And it's like, this is what has annoyed me too, is that like the whole Emily thing, like it's very clear that Emily and Grant, both from, you know, the challenge Australia, right? Um, they came into the house very much against um, with Troy. a vendetta from the yeah. jump. Yeah. Um, and it's just the whole thing has been kind of weird to me. It's been really frustrating, honestly. And like, I wasn't a huge fan of Grant. I I, I wasn't glad with how he left because he he's a good competitor. So I wanted mm-hmm. to see how he played. But like, um, yeah, I really just haven't gotten this whole thing. And it was funny because even in uh, like some of the game talk, like you heard Emily being like, "Oh, Troy betrayed me." And Kiki doesn't trust me. And it's like, no, you are the one mm-hmm. that has caused all of this distrust, Emily. I even looked it up, the voting records, um, because there was a point where Emily actually made a comment saying that Kiki and Troy had had her name in their mouths, like over and over and over again. And Kellyanne, too, actually, Emily made the same comment about. Um, I think that's really where, where I looked it up, because Emily had said something about... Uh, because when Kellyanne was going to Emily about that whole plan about like, let's put in right. Danny and Tori and Sarah and Theo. And Kellyanne was like, I'm not going to do that. Why would I see Sarah's name? Kellyanne, you've had my name in your mouth all season. And it's mm-hmm. funny because I actually looked at this. So Emily, the first two weeks of the season going into eliminations, right? Emily's vote was for Kellyanne and Tristan, right? Mm-hmm. Who did Kellyanne vote for in those first two weeks? She voted for uh, Dan and Jody, Danny and Jody, uh, Ben Hot and Jody, Danny and Tori, Ben and Casey, Grant on Jen- and Janae. Four different teams. None of them were Emily and Yes. Yep. Eventually, Kellyanne did put a vote on Emily and Yes. That was after Emily had already voted for Kellyanne and Tristan twice. Right. So. Emily wants to put this whole thing on as if like, oh yeah, we're not Aussie strong because Troy and uh, Kiki keep saying my name. It's like, no, you were voting for these people way before they ever were. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like that's how it was in Australia too. Like she had this vendetta against them, but they hadn't like provoked her or anything. Yeah. It's just very weird. Honestly disappointing. And it's also like, I don't know, like maybe this is just a me thing, but like, I would think a, if you're in like a global championship, you would put like keeping as many Australians in as possible in the game above any personal vendettas and then hashing it out later. But also like, I don't know. I feel like if you genuinely believe that you like wrongfully lost the final to another team, like would it rather than trying to like 
get them out as soon as possible wouldn't it be more satisfying to like run the final and beat them like why are you trying so hard to just get them out of the game as soon as possible? like i don't know yeah what that is right right yeah it's very odd um but especially well, because it's a global championship like you're playing for your country too and she has like just been non-stop against the other australians right well actually i have a question about this later that i wanted to ask okay uh, about this whole world championship thing so let's let's get through so we had our daily challenge we had some strategizing right so in the deliberation um this was a very easy deliberation actually right we had emily and yes winning the challenge Darrell and Kiki losing, and then it was just a stalemate. Uh, mm -hmm. And obviously, like we were mentioning, Emily and Yes decided to put in Troy and Casey against, um, you know, Darrell and Kiki. Unfortunately, we saw Casey and Troy win. Uh, which I don't even understand why Casey and Troy are so fired up about it. Because at this point, like Casey, what do you expect? Like somebody right. in your alliance is going into elimination. That's all that's left. So, like, well, and that's like this stalemate annoyed me so much too. Cause it's like, you guys literally are that unable to say anybody's name that you're like, nah, we'll just like leave it up to chance, whatever. Any of us could be in and that's fine. Like play the game. What are you doing? I know. I know. You, you just won't vote for anybody. Cause now it's all your friends. Right. And this is another this leads into another question I have for when we finish up the recaps of the episodes themselves. So um but yes, we see Emily and Yes choose Troy and Casey. They go up against uh Darrell and Kiki and uh Troy and Casey win. So Darrell and Kiki have gone home. And uh yeah, from what we've seen on the next on and everything, it looks like after the next challenge, whoever wins that one, it goes directly into the final, and then we we move on from there. So mm -hmm. uh we are right on the doorstep of the final. Um yeah. Any other final thoughts on these last two episodes? I think we've covered everything, right? I think so. For the most part, anyway, at least what we thought was interesting or important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um on the next on, I will say I did see more annoying Tori and Jordan stuff because you have yep. Jordan yelling at Tori like every time we play this game together, I have to make a decision. I don't like I, I saw like, that conversation uh, starting and I turned off the next on. Yeah. I was like, I'm not if I got to watch this all next week, I don't want to watch it right it's now. Like, <laughs> like they're, they're, they're yelling at each other about this. And it's like you both have partners that you have been forcing to make decisions mm -hmm. that you didn't want to make the entire season you've been with them. So just shut up i don't yeah, care you gotta deal with it, whatever. <laughs> yeah like i don't care i don't care if you're legends that have played this game however many times i'm just so there was, sick yeah. of tori and jordan <laughs> yeah there was a um there was a point where uh jordan had been comparing did i already mention it's possible i already mentioned this but jordan had been comparing like this is the difference between mvps and legends like uh you know we have honor and i'm mm. like shut up mm -hmm. <laughs> like sh honestly shut up um because Durrell, who we had to see leave in the same episode probably has more honor than anybody he comes from an era in the game where like there wasn't all of this uh you know politicizing there wasn't all of these backdoor politics and side deals it was just you play the game you play the competitions whoever does the best they have the power whoever does the worst they go in and if mm -hmm. you did, if you did second worst you you have to go into elimination along with the worst like that was like the epitome of having having honor in the game like jordan right. and tori entered this game at a point where 
there was still politics like this was this was not like a straightforward game like it was when it very first started so like the fact that like you want to talk about um you know honor like Darrell has more honor than any of these people in there uh so don't give me that argument um god i i would love if if anybody if there was anybody in there that i would want to see win again that hasn't won in a long time it's it's honestly it's Darrell. And uh, one of the reasons I'm disappointed Kyle is not here, too, is because he had been mentioning how much he was enjoying Durrell on this season. Mm-hmm. It, and and I totally agree with that. I, I I think part of it, honestly, was having Kiki as a partner this season. I think that kind of like sparked something in Durrell because he seemed yeah. to have like more fire and yeah. he seemed to be having more fun and was like way more just just ready to go for these competitions. I actually have one more clip I want to show from okay. them uh, before I forget. And I see some people in the comments saying that they want a, a Monwan, um, you know, Monwan Monday shout out, even though it's Saturday and we'll give it's it to them. not Monday. We're going we're gonna to show this clip first. <laughs> so, but this is, this is just a fun clip from Darrell and Kiki that like, I'm going to miss them on the remainder of this season. But here this is. This has turned pear-shaped real quick. Pear-shaped? Yeah. What's wrong with a pear? I like pear-shaped. Pear-shaped means like, imagine if you've got, everything's going perfectly well in a circle and then it turns pear-shaped, meaning you just lost control of what you were doing. I like pear-shaped. Pear-shaped means you got ass. (laughs) So. (laughs) How can you not love them? How can you not love them? And I feel like even, right? Like even just in that one little clip, that very short clip, like, that seems like more fun to me than Darrell has had in a long time on this show. And mm-hmm. he has a long history on this show. He has appeared on the show. He's won multiple championships. He is like truly, if we want to call these people MVPs and legends, like Darrell is truly a legend. Um, unfortunately, he hasn't won in a while, but like, God, I want to see him back and I want to see him but win. He's, he's so been cracking bad. me up all season too. Like just from the moment that he got paired, he's like, I'm an Australian now. That's just, that's the way it's going to be. And he's been so like, just all in on like team Australia. And it's been so funny to watch. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, there's something about this season with Darrell that like, it feels like he has like awakened in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And uh, we have a comment here. I have, I have, I'm sorry, everybody. We have some people watching us. They've been commenting. Um, we were a little thrown off. <laughs> Tonight's been a weird night. But Amaya here has um, a comment. Darrell has a better chance on All-Stars. I do agree. I think Darrell could totally uh, go in and, uh, and win a season of All-Stars. But I think that he could even win on one of these other, uh, one of these other seasons. So, But all right. What else do we have here? What else do we have? We talked about episodes nine and ten. I'm gonna be honest with everybody. I had an edible before we started, so like, you know, I'm a little. This is midnight Saturday strat chat, so it's a little cracked. So you know, we're we're here. We're also down a man. My lord, soldiering on. Um, these are some other thoughts that I had. I already mentioned one. We need a season without both Tori and Jordan. Yes. <laughs> That was a thought. You agree, yes. right? <laughs> Another question I have is, is this actually a world championship? Like, they're calling it the Challenge World Champions or World Championship. But, like, 
this was like a bunch of global MVPs that were thrown together. And then depending on the order they finished in, you know, they had this draft of legends that were overwhelmingly American. Like you have somebody Mm -hmm. in there like Theo, who is from the UK, but like, so on every team, you've got somebody that's most likely from the U S they're all working together. Is this actually a world championship? Like, and this is like, I, I feel like we said this earlier on in the season. I was so excited to see just like a new challenge with all these new people. And then I saw, you know, like I think it was on the uh, graphic for the season or whatever. I saw like Bananas and Tori on there and I was like, oh, God, okay, well, maybe this season of the challenge is just going to send like their finalists in. So we're going to see like Anani and Bananas and we're going to see a Devin and Tori because they were like in the final, fine, whatever. And then all of a sudden they double the cast with these people that did not earn their way onto this season. And it's like, okay, well, when you said these other countries are all going to compete to earn their way into a global championship, and now you just give me the same people that I've been watching for how long? Like, yeah, that's not the same. Right, right. And like, because of the way things have been split up, like, let's say that Jordan and Kaz win the Challenge World Championship, right? It's technically Team UK because Kaz, as the global MVP, is the country representative, where right. her legend partner is Jordan. But, like, is anyone going to think of Team UK as the challenge world champion? I think they're just going to think of Jordan and Jordan, Kaz, yeah. two separate players, and Jordan being the more well-known person, yeah, in the in the challenge universe. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, Jordan is the, uh, the challenge world champion. Yeah. And Kaz is, too. You know, it's like... It doesn't feel like an actual world championship to me. And um, another question that I have kind of piggybacking off of that is if they were to do the world championship again, should they change up the format? Should it be where there are, you know, if there's four countries represented, we're going to have four different teams, team UK, team Australia, team US, team Argentina. Now we're all competing against each other as a unit. Mm-hmm. Um, you still might get outside alliances, but at least you're all linked together on the same team, actually representing. Because I think of if 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 people or teams are re- are you know competing in a world championship, they're both representing that country. Where it's right. like we don't actually have that here. It's like or even like teams are not even if it's just like individual competitors. But it's like you know we saw on. I don't even remember what season it was, but there was one of the seasons where like they like changed it up or whatever. And then they were all did that that competition with like the gems or whatever. And now it's like the ruby team and the sapphire team. And, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all that was, uh, was that spies, lies, and allies. I think maybe I don't remember, but like they were all playing individually, but there was still like a team unit. Give me that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or if. Right. Like, let's say they were to use the same format where we're going to have a world championship, but there's pairs because how how many times do we have to sit through that stupid algorithm <laughs> to switch up the pairs? Right. Yeah. Um, but they got switched after every elimination. Right. Let's say maybe they don't switch after elimination, every elimination, but maybe we still have pairs. Maybe that stupid algorithm that we thought was was rigged anyway, right? Uh-huh. Just to make the most interest, interesting storylines for that week. Maybe right. it's not rigged, but we still use the algorithm. So it's a completely random draw. And maybe you still have to make it so that a, a newbie hooks up with a with a legend, whatever. But like 
rather than having a competition where some for some reason the champions of all of these international seasons are lumped into the same group as the people that didn't win the season the legends just get to hang out and sit and not have to do anything mm-hmm. right like what if everybody the, the way the game started there was no competition that people got to sit out of and people got lumped into the same group even if you won your season or not what if everybody just showed up tj was there and said all right we're gonna have a random algorithm it's gonna make pairs for us and then we're gonna go from there you know yeah. what i mean like would that even be better than what we got at the start of this and like yes i, I was say, livid right. that like all of a sudden now they double the amount of people in the game and they're like yeah but also, you don't have to play in this way. You're not going to get eliminated this week. It's fine. You guys all have to duke it out, though. You have to earn your way onto this season that you already earned your way onto by winning your previous seasons. Right. Right. Yeah, I just, I don't know. And, and not to say, like, I, I don't even mean to sound totally negative because um, I, I, this has been a pretty entertaining season for the most part. Sure. Um, and I think it could be an entertaining final. There are just little things here and there that I'm kind of like, ah, I don't love that. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would be more interesting to do it this way. And um, I mean, like, it looks like we are getting the Challenge USA season two and all that. Like, maybe, hopefully, they're like seeing the issues and tweaking things for the next go around. Yeah. Yeah. They could be. They could be. Because I think this Challenge World Championship is, you know, could be a very fun, interesting, uh, which like, it, it could, and I would love it, but it's like, you see how much it kind of flopped in the other countries. So it's like, are they like, is Australia gonna do another one? I don't know. Apparently, the viewership was awful. So like, right, right. Yeah, we'll have to see. Liz has a comment here. Our friend Liz, who we love, says, "I will find them more interesting playing separately now, just because the Exit storyline has gotten a little tired at this point. We need at least a short break from that." I'm assuming especially with the exes thing, a lot of that has to do with the, um, you know, Tori and Jordan drama. But I think a lot of these people, it doesn't have to be everybody, right? You don't have to bring everybody back. But now that we have watched this season with these people, when we've seen people like Danny and Sarah and Emily wanting to work together and go up against, um, you know, the vets of the challenge and they're all competitors not just in reality TV, but you have somebody like uh, Emily, who's an Olympic swimmer. You have Danny, who's an NFL player. Like these are strong competitors who have experience in reality TV. Like um, I would love to see a season where a lot of these people from the Challenge World Championship were brought back, but now we're able to finally actually work on their own. Right, play the way they wanted to. The whole play time. individually. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So oh, Amaya here says, if 39 is X's, that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it would be it would be hilarious, I suppose. But I would hate it also, I think. <laughs> I, just, I can't do Tori and Jordan anymore. Give me a season of X's, but don't include Tori and Jordan and I can be on yeah. board. <laughs> well, I think I've said all I've needed to say and wanted to say for the last uh, two episodes of the challenge. World Championship mm-hmm. episode nine and ten. What about you? Any other thoughts? No, I think that's all I got. Okay. I want to remind everybody that we are here on Saturday night, now Sunday morning, uh, which is not our usual time slot. Uh, we, we decided to have a midnight, um, you know, cracked strat chat. Uh, normally, we'd, we would be coming to you on a Monday, um, which is also known as Sman Wan Monday. Unfortunately, we will not be here for you on 
it's Mon Juan Monday. <laughs> so, so we had to come to you now. Um, but what? What do I we can have feel up? it coming with the setup. I just, I knew it was going there, <laughs> and I just <laughs> braced yeah. myself. So you know, we we've done this for the weekend. Uh, we will not be with you this coming Monday. Kyle has tickets to see Janet Jackson, the queen Janet Jackson, uh, because the New York Knicks have done uh, very well. And I'm a Knicks fan, so go Knicks. But because they have uh, continued to proceed through the playoffs, uh, Kyle's Janet Jackson concert got pushed, which means that he will have to attend that concert on Monday. So we will not be with you that night. We will be rejoining you, though, on Thursday, right? Thursday, uh, what will that be? May... What day is that? May 11th. What a great question. <laughs> yeah, Thursday, May 11th. We don't actually know what time yet, right? Because that's <laughs> Not the yet. finale. Yeah. Yeah, that's the finale. It's a two-hour finale. So keep an eye on the social. It, it was on like the 20 of whatever hour is after the finale. It's like 10, yeah. 20, 11, yeah, 20, think, whatever it's yeah, going to de- be. <laughs> depending on what time the finale uh, of Big Brother Canada actually starts, we will either be here live on Thursday, May 11th, at 10:20 p.m. or 11:20 p.m. We will we'll be figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll be confirming that and putting out a post about it uh, on Twitter and all the you know appropriate social media platforms. Um, <laughs> so that'll be the next time that you see us here in the flesh. And uh, other than that, we'll be back next Monday, not this Monday, next Monday, uh, and we'll be talking Survivor 44. That'll be at 9:30 p.m. Eastern time. So, uh, yeah, we got some stuff coming up. Hang out with us. We're fun. We're idiots, but we're, you know, we're fun <laughs> idiots. Um, and this is Stratchat. Find us on the socials at Stratchat Pod. Check out our website, www.stratchatpod.com. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts? Final, final things for the benefit of the community. That's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>